Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, church? We are so excited that you decided to join us for this daily devotional. If you have your Bibles, I want you to open up with me to Psalm chapter 139, verses 23 and 24. Because today we are going to dive into a significant moment in David, King David's life. Here, David, the king of Israel, has found himself in the middle of a confused national situation. You see, his kingdom was being torn apart by internal conflict. I'm talking about things like tribes versus tribes. Sectionalism, favoritism were in full effect. People blamed the government, and the government blamed people. And David's nation was standing on the brink of a treacherous civil war. Now David, he knew that if his nation kept going in this direction, it would eventually collapse spiritually. And if it collapsed spiritually, it more than likely would end up collapsing physically. So David did what all of us should do when we can't find any hope. And that was David. He then decides to turn to God. And the Spirit of God, he reveals to him that the spiritual tide of his nation could rise no higher than the spiritual level of his own heart. So David, in this moment, he falls on his knees in humility. And he says this prayer right here. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. David, he chooses in a time like this to draw closer to God. He gets away from the noise. He gets away from the people who are trying to give him empty advice. And instead, in humility, he gets on his face and he allows God to bring direction to his life. Search me, O God, and know my heart. I love this church because David, he starts this prayer by looking inward first. And he is willing in this moment to be vulnerable and transparent with God. You know, I think about that, and I think about the courage that David must have had to ask God to to search me, search me. Man, I think about today, most of us today would be scared to ask that, right? Some of us are like, man, look, I understand that God knows what I do from the stage to in secret, but I don't want to encourage him to go look under the, the, the carpet I've been sweeping things under. To, 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 to look and, and to really search on what I think I'm hiding. I, I'd rather not know that I'm sinning at all than to ask him to come and find it and show me. But David, asking God for this, this was a reflection of the relationship he had with his God. You see, David didn't look at God like some of us do today. Some of us think God is up there just shaking his finger like an angry parent or or he's disappointed, and, in, and he, he's disowning us, and he just walks away when we mess up. Now, you see, God and David had a different kind of relationship because David had spent a lot of time with his God. He had spent a lot of time with his heavenly father. He heard his father's voice before. He knew the faithfulness of his God. And he knows that his God isn't up there shaking his finger at him. Instead, The God that we serve, he knows that his arms are wide open and he is full of justice and love and mercy and grace. And David has seen God show up 
not only in his strengths, but in his weaknesses. Church, you've got to understand, when you have a relationship with God like David did, it's easy to have the courage to say, God, come and search me. Know my heart. Now, David, he goes on to say, test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. You see, David, he wasn't threatened or destroyed by God pointing out any faults found within him. Instead, he asked God, he says, keep leading me as you're pointing out my flaws. You know, I love this too because this is a great example on how the Holy Spirit leads us. The Holy Spirit, he might point out or convict us of sin. He might even correct us when we're doing something wrong, but none of that means that he ever quits leading us. That's a special kind of love. And you know, I feel, honestly, that I've gotten a glimpse, just a small glimpse of the love that God has for me. And that is through my earthly father, through my own relationship with my dad. You know, I think about over 20 years ago, man, I was about 18 years old. And I remember there was a time, man, where at 18, man, if you would ask me my name, I would have been like, my name's Terry, and the only goal I have is to party. That's my goal. My name's Terry, and I like to party. Well, at 18 years old, man, the, the person that I wanted to party like was P. Diddy. How many of y'all remember Puff Daddy? Come on, I'm talking about it's all about the Benjamins, baby, right? Puff P. Diddy. But the problem was I didn't have P. Diddy money. So this is what I decided to do. I decided I made a commitment that I was going to steal checks from my dad. And for weeks, I did that. Every Friday night, I would go down to the grocery store and I would bounce my dad's checks. And I did that for a while until one day my dad called me and he asked me, he said, TJ, he said, that's my nickname, TJ. He said, TJ, where are you at right now? And I said, I'm at home. He said, I want you to stay there till I get there. Now, at the time, I was thinking, I'm outsmarted my dad. Nobody, I've been doing this for weeks. Nobody's caught me. And then I will never forget the day my dad came home and he said, come sit at the table with me. And I sat across from him and he looked me in the eyes and then he began to pull out receipts that the bank had sent him with checks with my signature on it, on his name. You see, we had the same name, so it was easy to bounce them, but the signatures didn't match up. And my dad told me that day, he said, you have spent $2,000. And you took that from me and you stole that from me. And I'll never forget, he looked me across the table and he said, he said, you got two options. You can either go to jail or you can go into the military. But either way, I refuse to sit across from you at this table and allow you to do nothing with your life. And you know, he was angry that day. And obviously I chose the military, I ain't dumb, come on. But he was angry and he was mad, but I'll never forget the hurt and the pain in his, in his face when he looked at me across from that table. Now I think about that moment, and I think about how strong my relationship with my dad is now, 20-something years later. And you know, I think about then, and I think about now, and I can't think of one time my dad ever told me I wasn't welcome in his home. I can't think of one time where my dad told me that he didn't love me. I can't think of one time where my dad wasn't there for me when I needed him the most. In fact, if I'm being honest with you, I can't think of a time that my dad ever stopped leading me 
And you see, church, that's because real relationships, they don't run away from hurt and pain. Instead, they decide to work through it. And trust me when I say this, that that is the type of relationship that your heavenly father wants to have with you. He doesn't want to walk away from you when you mess up. Instead, he chooses to walk with you as he shows you that you were created for more than that. And David, he knows this. And that's why he's a fantastic example of someone who has a mature relationship with God. David, he was so hungry for God that he was willing to endure correction to draw closer to him. And David, his prayer, the story, these scriptures today, it reminds us as believers, we can't forget that our goal is not just to do good works, but to reflect the image of Christ, to reflect Jesus to those around us. And all of that starts by, by asking God to search us, to search our hearts. Listen, if we want God to lead our families, then it starts right in here. If, if we want God to bring revivals to our cities, it starts in the hearts of you and I. If we want unity in this country and peace in the streets, it starts from within us. Notice pro- pro- the progression that David gives. It starts, with, it starts with searching, but it ends with leading. He says, search me. David's saying, I want you to look into my heart, every part of me, God. He says, test me, bring things into my life that reveal how I handle adversity and anxiety. He says, point out, call out anything in my life that hurts you and our relationship and and lead me, God. And and don't let me stay the same I was, the same person that I was. Church, this needs to be our prayer today. It's time for us to get alone, get real, get vulnerable, and allow the Holy Spirit to guide our life. Because the truth of it is, at the end of the day, the change that we want to see in this world, it starts right here in our own hearts. If you believe that with me, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this incredible day. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our hearts, Lord God. Lord, Give us a passion to seek you and really know you and see you face to face, to hear your voice. And Lord God, as you show things to us, things that we need to change, Lord God, we wouldn't feel guilt and shame, but instead that we would draw closer to you and show us so that you could show us what we need to change and how we need to change it. Father God, I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.